2: Twenty minutes a day. Three hundred and sixty-five days
3: a year. This is the Pack A Day Podcast.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Pack A Day Podcast. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening. Thank you so much for making us part of your day. My name is Nick Schmitz, and I will be your host on this last Sunday of February. For those of us that live in colder climates. The end is near. Spring and summer are they're, – they're getting closer. March is still a winter month. Yeah, they're not but, getting
4: closer. But, <laughs>
2: uh, well, I don't remember if the groundhog saw a shadow. I don't know how many more weeks of winter we have. Probably six, six. eight, something yeah, like and that. They, yeah,
4: he's, whatever it was to get six more weeks is what he saw.
5: <laughs> it's all the same. No one cares. It's It doesn't matter. We'll get whatever weather we get. Let's I just got to move on.
4: I got 20 inches of snow this week, and I'm very upset about it. I'm Wednesday right. to yeah. Thursday.
5: Yeah, yeah that would I like suck. I like the cold. Yeah. You, you, I will. Okay. It is not <laughs> quick. Do you guys know that there's like a bunch of different groundhogs like around the country, like for Groundhog Day? Like a bunch of different cities have one. It's well, I trust the one that's Aaron Rodgers. Spring. <laughs> yeah, as we can tell, he clearly did not see a shadow, and that's why we don't have a decision yet. Uh, hopefully soon man i'm getting sick of this i've been sick yeah of yeah well we went over this last week jimmy but you weren't here so we i'm sorry the- <laughs> i've been
4: consistent this whole time i just had things you've been consistently up. not here you're right i'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, i'm gonna slash your tires i'm gonna pay a homeless man <laughs> to slash your tires okay that's cool
5: there's one over by mcdonald's
2: oh my goodness well jimmy <laughs> great to have you back seems yeah. like you're really glad to be back Uh, I am until Gage started talking shit. (laughs) Gage, great to have you back as well. Uh, You know, consistently been here over the last couple of weeks. Uh, (laughs) So, uh, well, guys, we're into the offseason now, right? Um, The the thing that's currently going on in the league is you have the franchise tag. That opened up earlier this week. Um, So teams are, you know, pondering whether to use it. I don't think Green Bay is going to be using that tag on anyone this year. I don't think there's anyone really worth tagging for them. Um, so we're kind of at a lull in the offseason. You know, free agency still about, what, two, three weeks away right now. Um, and so, you know, other than waiting for the Aaron Rodgers news, not a whole lot going on. But uh, yesterday we did have some news from the Packers. Uh, the Packers went ahead and restructured two contracts, uh, Jair Alexander and Preston Smith. And I'm just trying to read here from Ian Rappaport. He didn't <laughs> I'm reading Ian Rappaport's tweet about it. I'm assuming that it says they created uh 9.456 million and 6.668 million in cap space. I assume that 9.4 is Jair's and that 6.6 is Preston's, but he doesn't have it specified. So uh, but needless to say, that's about what 16 million dollars in cap space that they're freeing up for this coming year. Uh, That, along with the Aaron Jones restructure from a couple weeks ago, Packers making some moves. Gage, I know we were talking, you said Green Bay currently, as these restructures sit now, are $6 million under the salary cap. So um, that's a good start. They obviously have uh, a ways to go because they're probably going to want to sign, you know, some type of free agent probably won't be, you know, a big name like we would want, but uh, they'll probably go after some free agents, we would hope. And then obviously you got to have some money set aside for um, your draft class coming in this year as well. So a little bit more work to do, but that is kind of the latest and greatest news out of Green Bay right now. So um, some good things for Green Bay's cap situation. And so we kind of figured um, with the cap news coming out, we just kind of talk today about, um, you know, some, other potential restructures that the Packers might hit in the next couple of weeks before free agency starts. Uh, We had a list of four guys here um, and, you know, we've got, these are probably the four most likely restructures. David Bakhtiari, um, Kenny Clark, he may get restructured or I've seen some talk about a potential extension. Um, Either way, one of those two would create some cap space. Devondre Campbell and then Rasul Douglas as well or probably the four main candidates. And um, Gage, I'll start with you. Of those four four uh, guys we just named, I mean, wh- who do you feel is most likely to get some type of contract work done to help alleviate some cap space for the Packers this offseason, if in fact they do work with any of these
5: guys? I think it's Kenny. Is Kenny, I think it's just the one that makes the most sense uh, for a few different reasons. For one, he's, tw- he's only 27. He's only 27. Uh, he's... In the prime of his career, he's coming off of uh like he's coming off of a solid season. He continues to be just consistent, just go out there, does his job, uh, never gets as much recognition as he deserves, but he keeps doing it, showing up every week. Uh, he also is the one that you can save the most amount of money with between those four. Cause we were kind of talking before we started. Green Bay only has five total guys on the roster as of now for next season that you can save. 10 million or that you can save millions of dollars with and they're the four we mentioned along with aaron Rodgers. kenny is the one you can save the most amount of money not including Rodgers, which we're not talking about him today because we don't know what he's going to do we don't know what the plans are so we're not messing with it but kenny you could save if you restructure him 10.9 million and if you extend him you can save 11.6 million he's the one that makes the most sense uh devondre and rasul are both uh, under three million in savings. Uh David Bakhtiari, you save seven million with him, but he's also a little longer in the tooth. They don't I don't know what they're planning on doing. We, they obviously we don't know uh his the full extent of his knee's health right now. Uh they know that a bit better than we do. So Kenny is the one that makes the most sense and is the one that I could see the most work getting done with. Just there are essentially because one a bunch of savings and two there's multiple types of things you can do. If you want to restructure him, you can. And if you want to extend him, you can. Versus most of the other guys are mostly just going to be restructured and so not necessarily extensions, especially since they just signed deals last year. Uh,
2: sorry, Jimmy, I was waiting for you to jump in there. You looked yeah. like you were going to say.
4: I was about
5: to, and I realized
4: <laughs> I was muted, and so I had to unmute. Um, okay.
5: Yeah,
2: no,
4: I, uh, I'm i with Gage. I think but before I go into that, I feel like Preston Smith uh, – I feel like he doesn't get enough credit for how much he's done with the team year after year. Cause it's always been like after his first season, he did great was the Darius on the team. His second year with the team kind of struggled. And after that, it was a lot of like cut Preston, cut Preston, not that good. He, he restructured his deal. And then also he signed the extension, but again, right now he's restructuring. And I just don't think he gives enough credit for like doing that year after year. I was just like constantly changing his contract to like put the team in a better spot. Uh sometimes like you would want more out of him, whatever, doesn't matter. He does a lot for the team uh, in that regard. So I did want to shout him out there, I guess. Uh, I, I, uh, I agree with gauge that Kenny is definitely going to be the most logical and probable person that they restructure with. But I also think David Bakhtiari is like a, a real possibility. I think they do. I think they do restructure his restructure him in a way his cap hit right now is 28 million. Um, I don't think it really like I think we saw this year with Adrian Amos, they really don't care if like eventually you're not on a the team. They gave him those void years at the end. They knew they restructured his deal twice. He's an eight million dollar cap hit this year. Like I think they've shown that they really don't care when it's pushed off to the future. They're gonna deal with it later on. But if they're gonna try to pry open this, because right now we don't know if Rodgers is coming back. So if he is coming back and they're gonna try to pry open this window, that in my opinion has been closed for the last two years, like restructuring David Bakhtiari's contract makes sense. And so I think it really all depends on like their mindset of going forward. If it's build around Jordan Love, restructuring him right now probably doesn't make the most sense. But if Rodgers is back and you need to just squeeze as much as you can into one year, that's definitely going to screw us over in the future. It makes sense to go with David Bakhtiari. Uh, and I hate to always say like, well, it depends on Rodgers, but literally 95% of our off season right now depends on rogers so uh i do think bachari is a real chance to get restructured i think a little more than gage thinks because gage is stupid
2: (laughs) uh well engage i mean i know we don't want to talk a whole lot about aaron Rodgers, but i mean he does he did mention on mcafee a couple weeks ago that if he does decide to come back that he may have to rework his contract now there was you know some speculation on whether or not that would be with the packers or with you know, with, with another team. But I mean, do we, do we happen to know kind of if he restructures his contract with the Packers, what they could be looking at for saving? And I mean, do you think that Aaron would even want to restructure his contract at all?
5: Uh, it's right under 11 million, 10.968, K or $750. So just under 11 million would be the savings there on a restructure uh, an extension, which obviously we know wouldn't happen would be 11.7 in savings. So, again, you can save money doing it, and I want to say this as – I mean, I'm going to be branded as as a Rodgers hater. I don't really care. I'm not. As I've said on this show a couple of times, I respect everything that he's done. I'm grateful for it. I'm also just – I'm okay if he's gone. That's just where I'm at. I think that the – if Rodgers does come back, like he comes back, he's like, yep, I want to try and help us win another Super Bowl. I used to think that he would be willing to take the restructure to open up cap space. I'm not convinced he would do that. Like the smart thing to do at his age would be to restructure, open up cap space to try and maximize the chance of getting weapons and other pieces, whether they be offensive, defensive linemen, what cornerbacks, receivers, whatever. The guy just took a deal making over making over fifty million dollars a year last year. Clearly made it made it very clear that he was he didn't care about teams cap space and one one could argue well green bay didn't have to offer him all that money yeah they did they had they had put themselves over a barrel but rodgers has not made the team friendly decision of okay i'll take the team i'll take the team friendly deal and let you, and you guys got to go get me weapons and if you don't guess what the next time a contract extension comes up i'm getting paid but no he's never done that every single time he's been up for an extension he's gotten the most money possible so him taking a restructure would be what's best for the team and what's best for maximizing his chances of getting a second ring, but I'm not convinced he would do that. I'm not convinced Green Bay would want to do that because that gives the chance of him sticking around longer and then dealing with this more. I think the front office is fed up with it. I think a lot of fans are fed up with it. I think there might even be guys in the locker room fed up with it, but just no one's going to say it because no one said it to him yet.
4: You know who really wants Rogers gone? You? Uh- no, it's uh, Eli oh. Berkowitz.
5: Okay, I'm not going to sit here and I'm not going to tag anybody on Packer Twitter. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I've talked to Eli. It is a, a joke. Times. I like but Eli. I'm just messing guy. around. So do I. I. Th- I and I think that that I, I like. I like. I said I have my opinion on what I think Roger, what I think the team should do, and what I'm hopeful happens. But whatever happens is going to happen. And if he's back, great. I'll root for Green Bay. If he's gone, cool. I'll I don't I it doesn't matter to me either way. But I if he did take the restructure and if Green Bay gave him a restructure, I don't know if Green Bay wants to do that because that gives that sets him up for more future Rogers drama. And I don't know if Rogers would do that because he's never been willing to take the team friendly deal. People would be like, oh well, he restructured in the past or whatever. It's like, no, he always got an extension in the past. This is just a restructure. All this does is help. Right now, and I haven't ever seen him take the deal that helps right now. I've seen him take deals that help him in the future. Maybe he proves me wrong, but looking at his at his past, when it comes to deals, I'm saying nothing but factual information. He has never taken the team friendly deal. He's always taken the top of the market deal every single time it's been available. I'm also I'm usually on the the side of
4: players never taking the team-friendly deal. Uh, And I know it's a little different with Green Bay. There's no real owner, blah, blah, blah. But, like, for me, if you're a player and you got to this position and the owner of your team is a billionaire that, you know, like, at the end of the day is going to make a shit ton of money that you'll never see in your life, take as much as you can from them. So, like, I understand, like, for the team perspective, take take a team-friendly deal, better success for the future, blah, blah, blah. But also, it's like I don't blame any player for ever not taking the team friendly
5: deal. And why would you? I don't want it to come off as I'm like sympathetic to the. Well, I think you're like an
4: elitist and you only really support like the rich people in the world. That's fine. You can think
5: that. It's incorrect. (laughs) I like, I am all for players getting as much money as possible. I think the fact that Lamar is holding out for a fully guaranteed deal after Deshaun got one in Cleveland, absolutely worth it. And I think anybody that thinks otherwise, you're foolish and you need to. Take a serious look at your life and understand that you're an idiot. Okay. I understand Aaron not taking the team friendly deal. I understand that. (laughs) But what I'm getting at is Aaron has never taken the team friendly deal at the tail end of his career. You know who the big reason why everybody thinks Aaron's not going to retire this year? It's because a guy that played in Tampa retired this year. Yeah. And there's no way that he's going to want to go into this at the Hall of Fame the same year as that guy. No shot. That's why I knew that when he went into this thing, he's not retiring. He's coming out, and he's either staying in Green Bay or he's going somewhere else. But he ain't retiring. That's That ain't – no, not happening. So I understand not taking the team-friendly deal when you're young and you lock in the money. I get that. But you also have to be aware of – like you can't be mad when your team can't win or can't sign free agent X, Y, or Z when you're looking at your cap percentage, and it's higher than Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes has won two Super Bowls in five seasons as as a starter. He has consistently, he has made the AFC championship game in every season as a starter. He's won two MVPs. He's won two Super Bowl MVPs. So Mahomes is better
4: than Rodgers, right? Like we can already put him ahead of him in the best of all time discussion.
5: Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all
4: Okay, cool. I just want to make sure I
5: wasn't the only one. Yeah. But- I, Mahomes is the best <laughs> I've personally ever seen. But again, that's just like he took a deal that as much money is on it, it's still a team friendly deal at the end of the day. Like he's got escalators and stuff in there to help him, but it's still a team friendly deal. And I just so that's just, again, there's diff- a difference between taking a team friendly deal to help the billionaire owner. And there's a different and then there's taking a team friendly deal to try and help yourself win another ring. And yeah. Rogers hasn't wanted to do that. And I, so that's why I'd be surprised if he took a restructure or if Green Bay would offer him one, just based on how the last couple of years have gone.
4: There's like a, it's tough for me right now because you were mentioning before, like if Rogers comes back, good, you are going to root for the Packers. If he leaves good, you're going to root for the Packers. Like, it doesn't matter. Like that's your team and I'm with you, but there's a part of it. If Rogers does come back in my mind, it's hard for me to trust this front office that they, they can actually make like the necessary decisions. And I think it's it, not, I think, I know it's a hundred percent bias of like, I think it's time to move on from Rogers. I don't think there's a Super Bowl window with him. You might as well move on while you can either get something, his ass retires. There should be no reason he should be the quarterback this year. Uh, and so like, if he does come back, like, obviously I'm a root for the Packers no matter what, but I'm going to have that like skepticism of, is this front office really going to be in a position in the future to get us back to that Super Bowl caliber team if they can't make the tough tough decisions like this?
5: Well, they have one slight problem. He's got a no-trade clause. They can't trade him if he doesn't want to be traded.
4: He, when the I hell just,
5: does Rogers have a no-trade clause? I just, I just Googled it, and if my Google search is incorrect, then sorry. I've been hearing, I literally heard on ESPN today, he does not have a no-trade clause. Uh, per KSBW, he also has a no-trade clause that he could lift at his own discretion.
4: I think you're a silly goose right now. And
2: I mean am I'm, 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 so of, I'm going off
5: I'm going off a KSBW which is I don't know what that
2: is. Um see I don't think anybody knows cuz I'm looking here and according to CBS Sports he does not have a trade clause. So
5: then you know what then maybe they uh, like I said I was going off of this. So if this person has a bad source then that's on me, but tis on you. Yeah, no everything I'm seeing right now says no trade clause. Okay. Well, I mean, he could also just say, I'm going to retire if you trade me. And then a team would void the trade. That's fine. And then you still get him off your damn team, I guess. At that point,
4: That's Yeah. I mean, it's tough, but-
2: I mean it, and I, it's, it, and cause the gauge, you were mentioning that a, him retiring versus a trade, um, the cap ramifications are very different for those two scenarios. Um, but I mean, so
5: if they trade him, it's a $40 million dead cap, um, I don't know if, like, and I think if they, like, if he retires, I know that there's some ways to adjust it in terms of, like, cap smoothing. But it's also not nearly as flexible as if they, like, because if they cut him, it's a $99 million dead cap, which they're not going to do that. So they would put him on the retired list, and then I think there's ways to cap, like, smooth the cap by, like, extending him or something like that. But it's not as friendly as trading him. That's why I've said before trading him is the best option. You're still gonna get dead cap, it's still gonna have to eat that. But, but you, you get it's, something. it's better than but it's better than cutting him and it's better than him retiring because it's just it's easier to smooth the cap in that situation. We'll see what the hell happens.
2: Yeah, well, the Aaron Rodgers thing that we'll we'll have plenty of time to talk about that forever. Um, obviously he would, you know. I do attend to agree with Gage that if he does come back, I don't see him reworking his contract to help the cap out, but he is certainly somebody that they could look at. Um, but, you know, again, I, I kind of want to go back to the news of the day, um, you know, of Jair and Preston both um, taking restructured deals. You know, just obviously – you know, I, I always wonder what those conversations are like, especially for somebody like Jair Alexander, who last year just signed a huge extension, made him the highest paid corner in the league. And then the very next year, you know, obviously, I I don't know enough about the cap. I don't know what it does to his overall money, but you, you signed an extension in the very next year as one of the best players at your position. You know, you're you're redoing your contract. And, um, you know, I'm sure that's, something that he could have very easily have said no to and you know just said nope I don't want to do that. Um and so always great when players do that. It's you know obviously as fans it's nice because whether or not they you know it's really a top priority for them it, it kind of makes it feel that they care about the team overall, you know, because as fans we just want them you know we want we want them to win a, a Super Bowl. That's what we want the team to do. And you know everybody's smart enough to realize you know you got to make cap room to to be able to do that from time to time and so it's always nice when you see players do that it was great when Aaron Jones did it i know that not everybody's always thrilled like we talked about of taking team friendly deals but i got to say from the fan side of things it's it's nice to see that um but i mean obviously uh, Jair um just with his extension was kind of a a, a you know prime target for for his restructure but are either of you guys surprised that he restructured his contract one year after um after signing his extension i mean obviously um, the money made sense that they would target him but i mean you know as far as are either of you surprised that that you know he he agreed to a restructure
4: not necessarily like i feel like kenny clark did that right after he signed his extension as well i think there's also I think nowadays too, like, you know, when you sign your contract, that's not going to be how that structure is the entirety of the contract. Like everyone's restructuring, especially when it is like a top market one, like Jair fine. Like he, that's the thing is like, he's still going to get his money. It might be more spread out or just change in the way he gets it, but he's still going to get his money. Uh, So I think it makes sense. I'm like, yeah, they'll sign whatever. I don't care if I, as long as I get the millions, I was promised. Give it to me however you want. Like it. So I'm not surprised in that sense. And I think any like I said, anytime someone signs a top market contract, it's gonna it's gonna get restructured for the benefit of the team. Yeah. Like there's
5: so, so it's so basically what it does, Nick, uh, is just it takes the money that he was owed this year and it pushes it off into the next and they can kind of sprinkle it down over the next three years. It lowers his cap hit for this upcoming season and then raises his cap hit for the next three years. So now his cap hit in next season will be when I say next season, I mean 2024, it'll be 24 million. Uh, then the following year is 25. And then the following year is 20 is 27. And then uh, in 20, and then it also added a void year under the end of his deal where he'll get a $2 million uh, bonus. That's it's a void year. It, so he, he's a, he's a free agent, whatever. It doesn't matter, but it'll get him an extra. It just gets $2 million at the end of the deal. So it's just a way to give you additional cap space now and deal with the consequences of it later
2: now just kicking the can down the road huh
5: well yeah and like jimmy said it's not surprising to see it done with uh top of the market players and it's also even less surprising to see it done when your team is good or trying to be good i feel like you don't see restructures as often on uh teams that are a little closer to the bottom of the league like you don't hear about the texans or the the bears no, I don't want to say the Bears because the Bears do re- did a lot of restructures last year. Uh, before but they, they kind of so let's just well, I mean they now have ninety eight million dollars <laughs> in cap space. So, uh, but like teams that are trying to be like that are okay with being bad right now, uh, like the Falcons, the uh, like the Giants, the Texans. Like I understand the Giants just made the playoffs. That was just an example. Those teams, the ones that aren't trying to compete, don't do restructures as often. They also don't have players that cost as much as often. However, when you get better and your team gets more expensive. You eventually have to start doing restructures, and so it's just a little more common. Like Josh Allen, I'm sure he'll have a restructure in the next year and a half. Yeah, I can almost guarantee that. Like I just, he'll get a restructure to free up cap space, and that's just just the way it goes. So it's not at all surprising. I don't view it as a negative thing. I like you said, it's a great thing to see that Jair is willing to take a team friendly deal, or is willing to work with the team to try and free up cap space. Same thing goes for Preston. He has been the warrior, the guy that doesn't matter, but he just shows up. He tries to do his absolute best. He's willing to take the team-friendly deal. He's wait, willing to take the restructure. He continues to do everything he's supposed to do. And if you don't like Preston at this point, you're just you're just a hater. That's all it is because he has, since he got here, he has done everything that you could hope for. Like he had as a down year, hey, I want to come back. Can you, Can I have a team-friendly deal? Yeah, sure, we got you. And then he bounces back with back-to-back years of eight, nine, and then eight and a half sacks, while being effectively the only rusher because Rashawn Gary was still young in the 2022 or 2021 season. Uh, Zedarius hurt the entire season, and then last year, Rashawn gets hurt. Preston keeps showing up every week, so I there's you can't knock him. Uh, Preston restructuring is just a way of him saying, "Hey, you guys did by, right by me before, I'll do right by you now." And Jair, like Jimmy said. As long as I get my money, I don't really care. I also think he's a similar of, hey, I get it. You guys gave me an extension. I'm willing to help you out because I plan on being here for a few years.
2: All right. Well, there you have it. That's the news of the day. Uh, Green Bay, $6 million under the cap. I would expect – well, we all expect uh, Green Bay to make some other types of moves before the start of uh, free agency. Um, and, man, hopefully – Hopefully in the near future, we'll just be able to have an episode where we don't talk about Aaron Rodgers, like where it's just not a topic. I mean, I don't, you know,
4: we trade him and then we never have to talk about him ever again.
2: Oh,
5: I'm going to only bring him up. (laughs) That's fair, too. Yes, I'm
4: here for it. I'm here for it.
5: I'm here for the (laughs) ratings, man.
1: Yeah. Well, if we keep talking about it, the ratings might plummet.
5: (laughs) Uh, Tell that to ESPN and every other major network that continues to have him as a leading story true.
2: well yeah well that's okay all right well with that we'll wrap up uh so some good news for the packers uh with the restructures there of jair and preston uh real quick guys uh gage people want to get in touch with you follow your work how can they do that
5: as always you can follow me on twitter at g bridgeford nfl all my links to all of my work wherever it may be at whether it's denver stiffs or somewhere else uh all over there
2: all right and jimmy people want to get in touch with you follow your work how can they do that
5: yeah, follow me on Twitter
4: at Jimmy underscore C08. Also, uh, for some reason, Jacob Westendorf, uh Packaday person, Game On Wisconsin creator, has handed over the reins to Todd, Dan, and myself. So we're gonna be uh, running Game On Wisconsin. So give that a follow on Twitter as well. Game on WI and uh let's boost that up a little bit.
2: He gave you three stooges
4: game on yeah, Wisconsin. We're in charge now. Oh
2: well, that'll be interesting to see how that goes. (laughs) Oh,
4: I should tell you this now, real quick, while we're on here, you're fired. Um, Oh, but it's been fun having you. So
2: okay, all right. Well, hopefully that doesn't affect this working relationship. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, no,
4: we're good here. But game almost got you. You're fired.
2: Okay, all right. Well, that's fair enough. I I would expect nothing less. Uh, So, well, thank you everybody so much for listening. Um, We got a couple of weeks till free agency, so keep it. Uh, keep it tuned right here every day. We'll have the latest and greatest Packer content for you um, with any any news, any breaking news, any restructures, any signings, any Aaron Rodgers shadow sighting, anything like that. We'll have it for you right here on pack day Podcast. So thank you, everybody, for listening. And as always, Go Pack Go!
3: mypatriotsupply.com